Hey friends, this is episode 46 of Faith, Fitness, Joy. Know your worth and change your paradigm. So many of us are walking around having no idea of our worth. Worse, so many of us struggle with feelings of unworthiness. There are so many different ways that this manifests in our lives and we're often completely oblivious to it. Or perhaps we just feel helpless. So today, I am walking through some of the ways unworthiness appears in our life and some tips for replacing feelings of unworthiness with unconditional self-love so you can create a new internal paradigm that helps you move forward instead of working against you. This is Faith Fitness Joy and I am Rochelle Weiss. Are you struggling to lose weight, love yourself, and reconnect to who you truly are? Do you feel depressed, exhausted, and overwhelmed? Are you drowning under the weight of your responsibilities and obligations? Do you find yourself wishing for more time, energy, and happiness? Do you seek a deeper connection with God, or maybe just have a desire to grow spiritually? As a single mom working in a demanding full-time job, I felt exactly like this. I was struggling with depression and anxiety, exhausted and overwhelmed constantly, I had gotten disconnected from myself and who I was, and I just felt like a shell of myself. I was struggling to lose weight and I hated my body, which only added to my depression. I knew I had to do something and fast. I wanted to be better for my kids. Through lots of trial and error, I found myself again. I regained my health, lost weight, transformed my mindset, and healed myself and my soul. My mission is to help other high-performing moms like me accomplish the same, to guide them to their happiest, healthiest, highest version of themselves. Faith Fitness Joy is all about achieving whole health, health of the mind, body, and soul for high-performing moms. If you're ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, and step into the happiest, healthiest, highest version of you, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to episode 46 of Faith, Fitness, Joy. Today, I want to help you realize and connect to your worth. To do that, we have to understand what our dominant paradigm is and how it reveals itself in our day-to-day life, our reality. So we're going to dive into how it shows itself in things like relationships, finances, and the ways that we limit ourselves in our life. In a recent morning meditation, I asked God a very simple question. I said, God, what word would you give me for today? What is my guidance for today? Within an instant, I heard, love yourself as I love you. See, even after years of working on my own self-image, I still uncover more areas that I need to focus on. This is how it is, though. This is how it goes. And though the work is never truly done, We just continue to improve and we continue to grow. But as we do, we also continue to bump up against new things that reveal to us yet another layer or level of healing that we need to do. To better understand this, we have to first look at some of the ways that these emotional blocks or these limiting beliefs or these imprints of long past emotional hurts and wounds are reflected back to us in our reality. So let's get into that. Have you ever heard the expression that your reality is a reflection of what's inside of you? I've heard it said a number of different ways, but that's the gist of it. 
And there's a few different examples of the reflections in your reality that clue you in to what's inside of you. How do you really feel inside? Or what is your dominant thought paradigm that governs what you believe about yourself, what you believe about life, what you think is true for you? What's your dominant belief system about yourself? So the first thing, the first area that we often see this is relationships. When you reflect on your relationships, be it friendships or romantic partners, do you notice a pattern? Do they tend to end in similar ways? Or are there certain challenges or frustrations that are consistent across your relationships? I will use myself as an example to illustrate this. When it comes to my romantic relationships that I've had in the past, they have all had rejection or abandonment in common. Now, it took me years to figure this out, of course, because it wasn't and it wasn't always like the exact same scenario. So it took like a long time for me to piece it together and like realize that it all boiled down to the same core issue. From my teen years up until as recently as several years ago, my relationships ended for one of the following reasons. He cheated on me. He ghosted me or he dumped me, i.e. rejected me. Each relationship only added to my paradigm that I was unworthy of love or I was unlovable. Surely there was something wrong with me. Each relationship, each situation that ended in the same way was just more proof of this. And I always questioned myself, what was wrong with me? It never occurred to me to ask what in me is attracting this. And it was when I finally did ask this question that I was able to trace it back to something in my own childhood. I experienced abandonment um, from one of my parents. Um, When my parents split up, that's what it felt like. And I had never connected the dots in my relationships, right? So, um, but when I traced it back, that's what it came down to for me. And when I reflect back on all my relationships, Um, I mean, this is even true in some ways with some of my friendships like that. It it always they always had a similar ending and it always came back to that person in one way or another abandoning me or rejecting me. Um, But again, as I've talked about in previous episodes, you know, people reflect back to us what's going on inside. So the second um area of our life that this that these sort of reflections come up a lot is in our finances or our income levels. Now this one may be rough to swallow for some. I know it certainly was for me. But your financial situation and income is a reflection of what you think you are worth. And if you understand that everything in your reality is a mirror of your dominant internal paradigm, again, what you believe is possible for you what you believe about yourself, what your story is, then it starts to come into focus, how we manifest this in our day to day life, how different things play out in our reality that are simply reflections of this. We attract what we are, what we believe that we are. And there are all sorts of different stories that we have around money, how we obtain it, and how much we can obtain that are all driven by this or that this is at the root of it. Now, for most of us, There are stories, um, these stories aren't even our stories, right? There are parents' stories. There are grandparents' stories. It might even be their parents' stories. In my family, 
the story is struggle, right? So it, it was, you know, you have to work really, really hard and you have to hustle and you have to give 110%. Then, then you can earn, quote, good money. If you get a, quote, good job, you can make a good living. So what was the story for you and how, you know, how do you, how does that play out in your reality? Um, again, so in my family, it was work really hard. Um, so for me, it was work really hard in school, get good grades so that you can then get into a good college and then put yourself through college because that's how you get a good job. You can't get a good job if you don't go to college. Um, and you have to work really hard in college as well so you can get good grades so you have a better shot. Um, and also, when you're done with school, you know, you have to be okay with starting at the bottom because even though you went to school, that doesn't mean that you're going to get to go into, you know, a high paying job right out of the gate. You're going to have to work your way up. Um, you're going to have to earn your promotions and the next levels in your jobs, right? And I mean, this it's not like this was explicitly stated as I was growing up. In some ways it was, but this was like the underlying message. And this is how it played out as I, you know, grew into an adult and started working professionally for myself. Um, that was my belief system. That was my paradigm. I could not make a great earn, uh, living unless I had, quote, earned it. And the way that I had to earn it was, you know, through a lot of hard work and a lot of sacrifice and a lot of struggle. Um, but then there's often like this ceiling also, right? In addition to this sort of story of how you ob obtain and acquire. Um, so in my case, we were not wealthy people. My family is not wealthy. Um, wealthy people were other, right? Like they were different than us because we were not like them. And moreover, we could never be wealthy because we weren't that kind of human being, right? Like that's when you boil it down, that's what the belief is. There is this like weird unspoken understanding that starts to happen with us as we are growing up. It's like, you know, your parents want you to do better than them, yet they're also kind of telling you like only up to this point, though, like you can't go beyond this like imaginary invisible line. Um, so when you start to list all these stories or things that you've picked up around money um, as you've been growing up and um, work uh, also around career, um, really think about them, you know, like take a minute and really like kind of think deeply about them. Ask yourself, is this ultimately true, right? Like going back to what I was saying that like, you know, you had to do all this stuff to be able to be successful. Um, and and only then could you get to this, you know, whatever this sort of arbitrary maximum amount of income you could make was. And then it was impossible to go past that because we were not the type of family or people or humans that made more than X amount of money a year. I mean, now when you really stop and think about this, is that ultimately true? You know, and I'll give you a hint. The answer is always no, because if that were ultimately true, it would have to be some sort of universal law. There'd have to be like some 11th commandment that says, Rochelle Weiss, you will never make more than X amount per year because you are Rochelle Weiss. And I have decreed that that is going to be true, right? Like that's not, there's no such law. There's no such reality. But this is stuff we grow up with that gets embedded in our subconscious and 
we just we don't even question it anymore by the time we're, we're older. So the point of this is to really look at this stuff objectively, neutrally. It's not about getting mad at your parents or or society or whatever for teaching you these things, you know, because they didn't know any more than we do, right? Like they're just passing on what they believe. Um, but start to do that because what you'll find is like these things just fall apart. These, these stories and beliefs that we tell ourselves, they just start falling apart. And then we can re- reframe them. Um, and so the third thing, the third area of life, if you will, that, you know, shows us where we have, where our paradigm is, you know, how it's operating is how we limit ourselves. In other words, what we don't allow ourselves to do. So this one's a little trickier because it gets really tangled up with money. It's hard to like tease the money part out of it. But we have these stories or beliefs about certain things. Perhaps it is in your paradigm to spend a long weekend camping with your family every year um, as your family vacation. Or maybe you spend a week somewhere with your family you know, you go once a year, um, and it, but it's always a similar thing, and it's always within the same kind of price range. Now, you might really dream of a two-week trip to somewhere completely different. Maybe it's the Bahamas, maybe it's Europe, maybe it's Egypt or whatever, right? But you tell yourself that you can't afford it. You can't take that much time off, or whatever other story you tell yourself as to why you can't do that thing. Another one that we tell ourselves is I am, and I am certainly guilty of this and looking at it now, it just horrifies me, but um, it's the I'll do that when, and the most common I'll do that when is I'll do that when I retire. And we put these conditions on ourselves about what we can do or cannot do and if it is something that feels like a big dream, we condition ourselves right out of it. And what most of us never realize is that we do this because on some level, we don't think we deserve it. We think it's out of reach for us. We think like it's just not, it could never happen. And again, there's all kinds of different whys for this. But at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's it's just a lie. It's just a limiting belief um, that, you know, is sort of born of this dominant operating paradigm that we have, which is often tied to our sense of self-worth. So... What can you do with all this? Well, first, you got to become aware of the patterns that you see in your reality and ask yourself what it reflects to you. Now, this can be really difficult because it's not easy to face that you create your own reality, that, that everything you don't like in your own life is your own doing. You have created it from your mind, the way you think, what you believe. Um, at least when it comes to the things that, you know, you're, you're particularly not fond of. I mean, it's true of the things you do like about your life, but generally we don't want to change those, right? We want to change the things that we're not so happy with. And I know I struggled with this a lot in the beginning. And I, when I look back, it kills me because I wasted so much time resisting just doing what I'm, you know, recommending you do here. Um, because if I had done it sooner, I'd have gotten a lot further, a lot faster. Um, but like I said, it, it's not easy to like admit yourself, to admit to yourself how you've created all these things in your life that you don't like. But I can tell you, it's a short-lived pain. And on the other side of it, there's so much freedom and there's so much like beauty to this because um, you have the ability to change it. You know, like I said, I struggled a lot with this in the beginning and I was really stuck in my story that 
this is how it is. And things happened to me, right? Like, so before you do anything, you have to decide that you're going to be honest with yourself and you're going to have an open, inquisitive, and most importantly, a neutral mind about all this stuff. You're just trying to find it, right? Like you're just trying to find what the what is this paradigm that I'm operating on? Where are the signs that maybe I have some work to do on my self-worth? And as you become aware of the patterns, start asking yourself what the story behind it is. What's the underlying belief or feeling that you have about what you deserve or what you're worth? And start listing these out and tracing them back as far as you can so that you can get to the root of it. And once you start to identify what these are rooted in, you can start to break them down and take them apart. And ask yourself again, like I said earlier, is this ultimately true? Is there some universal law that says that this must be the way it is for you? Right. And again, the hint there's the answer is always no. The answer is always no. And from there, you get to the fun part, the part where you get to make a new paradigm. You can rewrite the beliefs that you have about yourself and the story about what you can have and what you deserve. And the most beautiful part of all of it is that you can have and you do deserve anything that your heart desires. The only caveat, which is not going to be an issue for most people, is that it's as long as it's in alignment with God and the universal laws. In other words, you know, you're not wanting something that's going to hurt someone else or take away from someone else, which most of us, that's not the case. We want, I think most people fundamentally want the same things. They want, you know, time with their family. They want a beautiful life. They want to enjoy the world. They want to enjoy their life and their time. They want to do things they enjoy. They want to have the financial freedom to do the things they want to do, right? Like most people, that's all they really want. So because what somehow gets lost over the course of our lives as we grow from child to adult is that we are worthy because we are, right? Somewhere along the way, that gets completely lost. And I don't know how or why exactly that happens. I just know that's what I have come to realize and learn. But at the end of the day, it really is that simple. There is no 11th commandment that says Jane Doe is specifically not worthy of X, Y, or Z, but Jill Doe is worthy of whatever her heart's desires are, right? That is not written anywhere. That is not a law. That is not anything but a false limiting belief or lie. So as you start to do this and rewrite your own story and your beliefs, ask yourself, this one question and have fun with this. Dream big. If there are no limitations to what I can have and I am deserving of my dreams, what do I want to ask for? Because whatever it is, you can absolutely have it and you are absolutely worthy of it. All right, friends, that concludes today's episode of Faith, Fitness, Joy. I would love to hear from you. I hope that this has spoken to you. I hope that you try this out because I am telling you it is absolutely life-changing. Yes, it takes some time. Yes, it takes work. No, it's not easy, but it is 100% worth it. All right. I will see you all on the next episode. I really hope to see you in the comments and on the socials. Thank you so much for joining Faith Fitness Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in this episode. I would love to hear from you and what you think. So please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you'd like to learn more about in future episodes. 
If you enjoyed today's episode and you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media. You can find me at Faith Fitness Joy on Instagram and Facebook. Also, you might want to check out my blog, www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss wishing you health and happiness of the mind, body, and soul.